You got a haircut. I did get a haircut this time. Last time you said I got a haircut and I didn't. And, this yeah. time, it was actually out of time sequence. You accidentally went back in time and asked me if I had a haircut before I managed to get one. Is that what it was? Yeah. Or maybe I was just premonitional. That's Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. You were yeah. premonitional. Premonitional, yeah. Premonitional. So, and, and, or maybe uh, I just encourage you to get a haircut by calling it out. Could be. Could be. So how are you? That's a very cool glass or mug. It's not really. Um, it's <laughs> it's actually not really. It looks like it's like some kind of like design or like like a sign of the. Hmm some alien race on the back or on the bottom but um it or it looks like it might be one of those things where it changes depending on the temperature or something oh, like, right yeah it's not it's um it's an old radio lab mug that and the the logo is completely disintegrated at this point oh. and um then now yeah it's just it was, it was it was what i had it almost looks like you left it in the wash with a ballpoint pen. <laughs> I think this is what happens when you put a mug in the, the dishwasher when it probably says somewhere, do not dishwash or not something like dishwasher that. dishwasher safe. Yeah. Like, but yeah. who has, I mean, come on. Like, I don't know why anybody creates any kind of anything like a mug or a plate or whatever that is not both microwave safe and dishwasher safe. That Silly. is just irresponsible. Yeah, I totally agree. What's wrong with people? No, man. So we had uh, um, we got new uh, bowls and stuff not too long ago because the ones that were before that, they claim they were microwave safe, and you know, I when they're not microwave safe, it's it's hard to say like how does that manifest itself? Like, do you put it in the microwave? And does it blow up now? You know, okay, that's definitely not microwave safe. But um, also the, uh, but you can get that kind that does not sort of shrug off the gamma radiation or whatever, um, and absorbs it like massively, so that when you heat up something in a like heat up some soup or or some pasta or something like that in a bowl. And you grab the bowl, and the bowl is 11 million degrees, and the pasta is still cold in the middle. Yeah, that's why we had to get rid of them, because that was, that was the kind we had. Shouldn't they, <laughs> shouldn't they build, like, um, fallout shelters out of that stuff? Like, they whatever should, that material clearly. is, like, that's... Because, <laughs> I mean, it, it like, jumped in front of the radiation like a friggin' Secret Service agent and took right. all of it yeah. and protected the food. Right. <laughs> so if you were the food... Yeah, you're still cold and, and you didn't yeah. get radiated. Not as much. But you also didn't get eaten, which is your point. So no, I don't know. I don't know. Does food want to get eaten? That's kind of a weird existential question. I don't think question. food wants anything. I think well, that's like an anthropomorphization not, of. Uh, if it did, would that's it, a good question. Would, that's would it a really want so. To fulfill its purpose. Or I do wonder it want to about. Rebel? I do wonder about this, like, um, especially for the whole vegetarian or vegan thing you know like because they have no qualms with eating plants right but plants are plants living screen. things they're, they're yeah. not necessarily sentient in the way that we think of that but um no they haven't developed sitcoms or 
<laughs> or have or parachute cows, pants but, or whatever. Um, but I do wonder. Like, I do think about this because because just in the big scheme of things, we still are saying that our lives are more important than the plants. Mm-hmm. And so, I would agree with that. <laughs> we're going <laughs> we're going to eat them to live, right? And apples and oranges and things. And so, um, but the the, the plants. I mean, the plants aren't there to be eaten. The plants are there to live. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, is that what you I mean? mean, in terms of life independently, like, you know, life forms independently seek to live. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're biologically, like, designed to survive. Right. Right. And to procreate. I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. The right. life of a plant is not, is not complex. Right. And even when you get into like animals, it's kind of like that's still fundamentally the purpose is like survive and procreate. Right. Wake and up, don't protect die, your make more me. And go protect back to the sleep. results of your procreation. Right. Like, like, like that's the right. Right. Yeah. right. Make more me. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> making more me since. Before there was time. Um, and I, Sorry, making more me. We'll be back at five o'clock. <laughs> so I just, I just, it just makes you think like, okay, like that bread that's in there is made up of all sorts of stuff. Yeah. None of which really ever was intended for me to eat it. That, yeah, that will. We can get off on a sidetrack here, too, about, like, who the heck first figured out bread? Still oh, <laughs> don't even get me started. I, it's magic. I know. It's magic. It's, it's like, like beer I can understand, magic. like, figuring out meat. You know, that... Oh, I, like, I get that. Hey, look, that thing's walking down the road. Let's, uh... I mean... Right, I'm hungry. I'm sure this happened before roads. That but, thing looks like something that would be... That I could eat and make me not hungry anymore. And then, ew, it's all bloody... And kind of gross, but hey, this fire thing seems to affect it. You know, it's it's very rudimentary. Hey, you know who has you know what's what's that thing that Phil has? Um, it's like it be like you know it like cause a lot of pain when my arm yes, it's orangey like, and kind of bright. Grabbed onto my arm and now that I can't use it anymore. Orange bright. I wonder what would happen if we that. threw that cow because that's what I'm going to call it. I name you cow. And <laughs> caveman first thing they with... ate was a cow because cows were the saber tooth cow. You have to think actually probably what happened was the the, the, the cow the either cow. either a bunch of kids like lit a cow on fire just you know as a prank or a cow is pranks d- are timeless. Or a cow is dumb enough to just like walk into a fire right? Uh, possibly. Or a field was set to fire by a bunch of kids again and then lit up the cows anyway at some point during that it smelled really good <laughs> yeah see that's the thing as soon as you either accidentally or purposely for prank reasons set a cow on fire you're like oh you're like, oh that's that sucks being that cow well it's loud too isn't let's it? Uh, call that hey barbecue <laughs> now that smells good is that the cow oh wow yeah. at some point you're like oh that doesn't uh, smell and then you're oh no that hungry, smells good hungrier. and then you're like oh no that doesn't smell good so somewhere in the middle yeah is the right amount yeah <laughs> like i noticed there was a section there it wasn't very long it was five terrible. minutes oh, when the cow terrible. smelled good and then uh, it was, I do worry good before and real bad laugh later 
the thing is, I'm sure, like, you know, there's there's some anthropologic uh, works uh, out there that that actually address this very issue. Like, like how how we believe that man may have discovered, you know, like discovered cooking. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it seems like you have to discover, like with bread, as Carl Sagan says, when you are going to make an apple pie from scratch, you have to first invent the universe. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, he did, did he actually. It? Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it was in Cosmos. Um, but um, <laughs> and I get it, right? It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Um, but. Uh, Kind of like with that, if you're making bread, it seems like you have to have invented some things first that don't appear to have any purpose until you've invented another thing with that thing, like flour. Like, how did you invent flour Mm -hmm. if you weren't sure that the flour was going to also make bread? Or pancakes or whatever the heck. Hey, it was right. what, what business did you have having flour? Right, right. Did, mm-hmm. did you like? Oh, weird. It made it. You know, this corn got dried out, and when I ground it with a rock. But why did they grind it with powder. a rock? Right. It's, it's just kind of weird. I just uh, accidentally ground it with a rock, <laughs> and it made this white powder, and the powder tasted like. Well, it didn't really taste like anything. So I, I, mean, I think that's stupid. Like the, you know, like why didn't they just completely give up at that point? They're like, oh no, that wheat. Mushed it, rock, made powder. Powder tastes like crap. Well, I mean, so wheat tastes that. like crap too. You're just sitting around eating wheat. No, one, does anybody really do that? Like, oh, well, I don't know. They may, maybe wheat. I mean, like this, this, this. I don't grass know. Now I want to know. Now I want to know. I'm really, I'm really, really resisting the temptation to <laughs> to, Google to pull it this up. up. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 like this who's is the happening first later. Person? I'll be watching some PBS later, I'm sure, or Thag Nova. Baker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> later, got thagomized. It's a good question. Well, how did we get to? What were we talking? Oh, we were talking about the plants. Yeah, and yeah, wanting the plants to be and the, Do they yeah. have a will to become food? <laughs> well, no, they don't have a will, but they have a program. Yeah, certainly they they're they're a running subroutine. This yeah. is all a simulation. Well, I mean, if by simulation, I mean, people really resist that idea. Like, oh, it's not a simulation. What are you talking about? And I think if you think of it like, oh, we are a simulation running in like some computer thing that we think of as a computer. Well, then, yeah, Mm -hmm. probably not. But if you think of a simulation as could like a universe. Mm -hmm. Like if, if we could actually create a universe somehow in, let's say, a laboratory and then, you know create all the things that we know to exist within our universe in that universe well mm-hmm. we would i think all accept that, that okay that's a we are simulating a universe right mm-hmm. but for the things inside that universe it's not a simulation right right that's that's kind of been the so the thing right like just, I'm, I'm in this book club and we read a book called the simulation hypothesis which is about exactly that and like I will say that I don't necessarily invite, think, think we're in. The, yeah, well, you know, I got invited into That's that. That's all right. No, 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 no worries. Oh, okay. yeah, you, you got all the time to, to read okay. the books. Um, <laughs> you can't watch television shows. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> this is true. Thanks for the invite. Listen to you. Who's been going to all these great <laughs> But Anyway, 
<laughs> so anyway, that, but, you know, I'd always heard like Elon Musk and, and uh, Stephen Hawking and these guys talk about, you know, the theory of being, us being in a simulation. And I always was like, wow, that's, that's wacky. That's crazy out there. But then after reading this book, while I don't necessarily think we are in a simulation, the idea that we might be mm-hmm. doesn't seem that nuts anymore. Um, mm. And mainly it's because of time. And by that, I mean, if you take the Big Bang as the time zero, and then wow. whatever, the heat death of the universe or the big crunch or whatever is at the other end of this as time lasts... Where we are is probably way, way, way closer to time zero than the other side, right? And, or at least hopefully, right? <laughs> um, but uh, the idea, I mean, looking at like VR and stuff like that, I mean, we both have Oculuses mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's impressive, like now. It's easy to see us progressing to a point where we would be able to create a simulation that a person would not be able to distinguish from right. reality. Yeah. And I mean, not like next year or anything, like maybe 500 years down the road. Um, now think about the amount of time on that timeline where we have that technology versus the amount of time on that timeline when we do not. There mm-hmm. is a vastly greater amount of time in the possible time of the universe where that technology exists. Mm-hmm. And I, th- and that makes it way more probable that we actually exist in that time and are in a simulation of a time before that time. <laughs> There's way wow. more time, you know, that where we have the technology than where we don't. And I, you know, the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, that's, I kind of get it now. You know, I kind of see why, you know, and you've got this, uh, this other stuff too. Um, like if you, if anybody has ever taken physics, you know about Planck time and Planck space and Planck time is the smallest observable period of time. Like you can't have a half a Planck. Um, you cannot observe a piece, you know, a section of time or a duration of time that is smaller than Planck time. Now it's extremely fast. It's, uh, you know, pop, pop. no, <laughs> it's even faster than that. That's, that's fast. But, um, uh, but that gives us an idea that there's kind of a clock cycle to the universe. <laughs> and just like that, Planck space is the same thing. The smallest observable distance is one I guess it's Planck or a Plankometer or something like that, but it's it is does not get smaller than that. So that's I, I kind of reject that though, you, you, because in the I mean I accept in the sense of saying it's it observable. mathematically, but but physically. Like, yeah, but in terms of physics, as you know, we you have Newtonian physics and then you have quantum physics, right? So you have yeah, you have this, this idea that there's quantum. that there's this there's there's this observable, knowable like the, the, the physics of the universe that we experience mm-hmm. at the Newtonian level. And then there's that, so that subatomic, crazy, weird right. And this is beyond, way magic. beyond subatomic. Yeah, yeah. But I think if we still have this, I think there's still a, a, any time we say, I think as humans, that they can't get any smaller. 
<laughs> well, like it's like well, this, this wait five hundred years. <laughs> I don't know, but that's the thing. It's like I think it's at some point we're like, oh, you know that thing we thought couldn't get any smaller, we couldn't subdivide, we couldn't blah blah blah. It's like, well, I think it goes beyond just the idea. It's a theoretical of we need a bigger microscope. I think it's just that that physics, like anything beyond that, physics completely breaks down. Yes, and it cannot possibly hold isness, you know, like an existence. Well, but I think <laughs> making, but I, making but, words up now. But I do think that it, for everything that we have learned as humans, we should be able to recognize that, just like like the, like the vast amount of time ahead of us, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I tend to believe that, like, most of the things to know. Are mm-hmm. way unknown. Sure. Yeah. Like, like we we have only just just scratched the bit of surface of like an understanding of actually like how things really work and what's really going on and what's really out there and, and so like and probably won't even be humans that ever come to full understanding of well, maybe. But, but um, you know, there's a limit. Even even our own brains are going to have a limit to our ability mm-hmm. to. We know that through. Th- think about like like we can't actually. We can't actually, I mean, how many, how many years did we go without realizing that all sorts of energy was passing right through us? Mm-hmm. Some of which was damaging, some of which was just very passive, some of which could be harnessed and used mm-hmm. in a way for us to communicate and to do other things and to microwave food. Um, and that, you know how that right? one was experienced, uh, discovered, right? The guy, the, the uh, microwave technician was working on something that turned on while he had a chocolate bar in his pocket. No, I didn't know that. And when he got back, like, he noticed the chocolate bar had melted. Oh, that, <laughs> so was it was like, giving Ooh. off, like, it was... It was the, right, and then, you know, <laughs> later on, I don't know who That can't be good for the, the rest of the things hanging out around the thing, but yeah. machine. It's like those, uh, the grids that you look at your food through the microwave thing, how it's interesting that... There's nothing special about that grid. It's just the holes are just small enough that the microwave radiation is too can't, big to get through get it. Through, yeah. yeah. It's so weird that it's just like, it's like a cage. I for, still stay away radiation. from it. I still tell, tell the kids, don't get near that. Don't look in there. <laughs> lick it. Come on, like, lick don't, it. Don't tap on the glass at the aquarium. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> good. You can scare the popcorn. But I just, but, I feel like, and, 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 and that doesn't mean it's not to discount the usefulness of like, uh, you know, theoretical physics or, you know, but we applied do physics constants, or anything right? like I that. Mean, but I think that there's, it's okay. I think we have to accept this, 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 this enters into the realm of philosophy too. Like, but I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's for me, I, I just tend to accept that there's a certain amount that we will probably never know, never understand. Mm-hmm. Um, because we as human beings, even even in our ability to conceive of things that we have never yet experienced, have never have never experienced, and create tools to actually detect things that we've only like hypothesized and stuff. Even with all of that capability, that most things to be known probably will never be known by us. Um, and but that's and it does that's okay because. Yeah, yeah. We still have to operate within the world that we can actually perceive and 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 dream up and whatever. And it's sort of like the law. Like, and like if you 
if you get into this conversation about like, well, do people like in criminal law, one of the most important things you have to be able to prove is uh, that is the mens rea, that, like that the person had the intent mm-hmm. in their mind to do the thing. Right. Yeah. Well, that all also like depends upon the belief that people have free will to do something or to not mm-hmm. do something. And that's where you, it's that question of free will and the question of um, like, was the person in the right mind, quote unquote, you know, so to speak, uh, mm-hmm. when something happened. And that's where like the, the certain defenses arise as it relates to was the person, you know, under the influence of something, were they psychologically, you know, in a bad place sort of thing. But if you dig even further down, because if we're saying like, oh, well, there's certain things that can cause, whether it's chemical or whether it's, you know, somebody has epilepsy or somebody has a mental illness of some sort, there's all these other underlying things that can cause people to do things that they wouldn't otherwise do, mm-hmm. right? That, that makes it not their fault, or at least it's a mitigating factor. Um, but if you scratch below that or dig below that, you get to the question of, well, why do we do anything? Yeah, And sure. then it's the question of like, well, you know, we have this sort of genetic predisposition for how we process stuff in our brains. And then we have our experiences up to this point in our lives. And those things mixed together in a little blender <laughs> that we call our brain is like is how we end up doing things. But we don't really have any, I mean, if you, if you run the clock all the way back, tape, run the tape all the way back to the beginning of that, we don't really ever have any, we don't really have any control over those things. It's just the, the world begins to happen to us. We begin to experience the world in a very passive way. And then we begin to act within the world. But once we begin to act within the world, we're acting based on our programming. Mm-hmm. And it gets to this really crazy world like land of like well do we actually have any free will right and i would and i it doesn't matter right because for human beings for us to have society for us for us to have society functioning as as we needed to we just have to even maybe even pretend like yes we do we do have free will Mm -hmm. because otherwise would he have chaos but in the in the realm of like physics and theoretical physics and things like that we still run into constants like right we still like this the speed of light is still 186,000 miles per second and we are not going to go faster than that in real space now we may find ways to circumvent that by kind of cheating the rules but if we stay in real space time and try to go as fast as we can. We will never get to 186,001 miles per second. Based on and everything we know to be true today, yes, that would be a true statement. But, through all the observable phenomena right, right now, and, there, and it does not right. appear that there is any re- room for uh, ambiguity there. Right, Everything but how long pretty, have, we, have we had that even understanding of the... No, but how long have we really had that understanding of how fast light travels... And then the developing of the understanding, like have the limits of our ability to travel that fast. Yeah, two hundred years. I think less than two hundred years. Less. I mean, when was Um, like right? So in the history of mankind, that's like a blip. Well, granted. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's just we can't. Like we just don't know anything, Marcus. Like that's true. We're just a bunch of dumb butts, (laughs) and we just. (laughs) 
Okay. Well, I think there are reasons. I think that there are different reasons we believe this than the reasons that we believe some of the things that end up being just kind of our ignorance, like phlogiston and, and all of these other things. What's phlogiston? Phlogiston was this... Uh, it's hilarious. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a nutraceutical or something. It's a, uh, it was, there was a, it was a substance, but I mean, it's fictitious, fictitious. Um, but, uh, the science of, and I really couldn't tell you what the era was. I took a course called the philosophy of science, um, back in college. And, uh, and this is when we, we learned about that. And, uh, it was a substance that had negative mass supposedly. Mm-hmm. And the reason they believed that it exists was that when you took wood and you burned it, the resultant material was actually heavier than it was when it's before you burned it. Um, and now we know the reason for that is that the chemical reactions make it bond with atoms from the air and air, things like right. that. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it carbonizes it or whatever. And that's why. But they thought that it was that the wood was infused or imbued with this substance that they referred to as phlogiston, P-H-L-O-G-E-S-T-O-N, I think. And Uh, that it had a negative mass and that the fire was the phlogiston being expelled from Uh, the... the, uh, Oh, it had a negative mass. Right, right. And that's why once it was out of the wood, the wood was heavier. Well, that's Um, interesting. Yeah, total, you know. I mean, I can see why. But I can but, see why somebody would think that that. I mean, cause, I mean, yeah, like, cause you, because cause the math didn't maybe add that's up. The, so maybe that's the equivalent. It. Maybe that's like that's that age is equivalent of dark matter for us. That's what I. That's what I think too. You're right. Yeah. Dark matter <laughs> is just an accounting uh, compensation. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Is it really a thing? Is it not? You know, nah, not really. It's it's. Uh, it's got to be something. About, I always think about back in uh, high school, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely balance my checkbook. I'm going to be responsible. <laughs> and I went and I got quickened from Walmart, right? <laughs> and I would put it in there and I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be responsible with my money. And then when my bank statement came in, and inevitably there is some check I didn't write down or five checks I didn't write down mm-hmm. or I wrote mm-hmm. down two checks and I actually have run out of checks and I have to reorder them but for somehow I just have the two um, but the point is is that when I would reconcile my checking account it would be like okay there's uh, $36 here that is not uh, accounted for do you want us to enter this this uh, uh, charge of $36 to make this balance out Oh. And at the time, I was like, "No, that seems that's cheating, like a bad idea." Yes. <laughs> so we need to chase this to the ground, like, even man. Then, even me at that point was like, "That doesn't seem right." But I kind of feel like dark matter and dark energy is that. Yes, yeah. no, like, exactly. Okay, You're... so the the galaxy has this much mass in it. We know because of the behavior of the galaxy and the way that it behaves with other galaxies and things like that. But we can only account for about a third of that. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's dark matter that we can't see, and that's what it is, you know. And so, yeah, it's something like that. I'm sure. I remember, but I remember having this but argument at least with, with that that we know that there's ambiguity. The dark matter is a yeah. is a stopgap measure to make things balance out before we actually discover the real thing. I think the speed of light is fairly fairly concrete, at least so far. And like I said, only in real time and space. I mean, if we figure out warp engines or hyperspace, then okay. I, I, 
I, I'm not gonna. I mean, it's all it's all theoretical at this point, anyway. Mm. So, but I remember having this um, infinite mass is a lot of mass. <laughs> I'm gonna call it argument because I think I, I don't. I need to know more than I knew to actually be able to argue. But I had, I mocked a math teacher once at some point. I think maybe it was middle school. <laughs> In middle about, school, yeah. Because oh, I, wish you could I have mean, seen that. it was like a little bit. I was, I, was, I said, okay, so <laughs> it was when it was probably algebra one or something, and we were right. they were introducing imaginary numbers. I don't numbers. think X means nothing. Well, they're meant, they're introducing imaginary numbers, and I remember like immediately oh, saying, yeah. like, I raised my hand, like, wait, 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 <laughs> and I said, so you mean to tell me that like we couldn't make something work mathematically? So. We just created imaginary numbers, this right. concept of imaginary, so that the math would work. You're like, yes. I'm like, <laughs> how am I the only person who has a problem with it? Like, and, and of course, he was not going to get into the, like, how the creation of imaginary numbers are why it existed. Right, but which right. he should have, probably. Maybe. Um, I don't know. If you're in Maybe if he even knew. If he even knew. And it didn't um, sound like you were open to new ideas. No, but point. I wanted, like, I was like, this is just, this is kind of nuts. Like, now you you want me to, like, continue on my, like, math and math, like, with, when it's all, like, the foundation of this is going to be based upon some, just like, some was a guy who was like, eh, imaginary numbers. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, and it should come as a surprise to no one that I also had a problem with imaginary numbers when I first learned about them. But I was I was going to be I was going to be Blaze friggin' Pascal and come up with the third skew of the number line that is not a line. It's actually a triangle, and that there is a half positive uh, line that that it oh. is there instead of imaginary numbers, and that it, it, it the entire infinity of that spur of the number line exists in the zero point that it collapses in and of itself and it goes into into uh, this is your why didn't you write this up you should have written this up it's in eighth grade (laughs) dude and then i was like oh whatever let's play mario maybe that's the whole reason you're in the simulation is to come Could up with be. that. I yes. actually, that's when I got sucked into the simulation. Is when I did that. I was, you know, I got sucked into my blue book or whatever. And now, here I am. <laughs> but hey, I live close to Disney. With a new haircut. Yeah, with good. a new haircut. <laughs> or do I? You know? It's Schrodinger's haircut. So the, the, the hair is real up to a certain point, and then it becomes theoretical after that. It's, it's like the my future. Hairline. It's the, my hairline right now is theoretical. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's well. That that's fun. Um, so yeah, if I think I if I was if I was I think thinking like that I started guy. with a slight headache, I certainly have one now. <laughs> you started with a headache? Yeah, I, I've been battling a weird uh, like a tension headache all day. I don't know what. The oh, deal that's is. not good. Well, so I'm not going to help that. The, that's for well, sure. It's one of those days. I mean, you know, we talk about aging so much on this show, but it seems like it's very much in the forefront of our minds, having been the ones that are aging. Um, but uh, you have those days, you know, where you're like, today's going to be a painful day. <laughs> today's just a day where things are going to hurt. <laughs> oh, just, well, that's like every know, day for like me. It's like stiff too much. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. apparently, I guess you slept wrong or something like that. Maybe I, I don't and, understand that concept. Right now, I, I mean, I use that phrase all the time, but like, like not like sleeping incorrectly, but I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I goofed up. I need to go ahead and do it again. Um, <laughs> just, you know, you, you managed to turn over and your shoulder was like 
mm-hmm. jacked up. And you mm-hmm. were asleep, so you didn't notice it, and so you stayed that way for four hours. <laughs> but now the rest of the day is like, yeah. Am I is my skeleton off to the mm-hmm. side <laughs> or something? It's, yeah. But yeah. It, it is bothersome days. because there's something like if you have a headache like that, mm-hmm. there is something causing it. True. Yeah. So and how is I didn't have it yesterday. Right. And right. I have it today. Right. And I won't have it tomorrow, probably. So so what is it about yeah. what happened between <laughs> yesterday right, yeah. and now that gave me this headache that I need to know? Because part of it me believes that I can I can reverse the effects if I can figure right. out what caused it, right? Or but also prevent them. Yeah. I want to prevent it, right? Exactly. And I and I, but at the same time, you know, you, 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 I mean, I do believe it's possible. Um, uh, I do also wonder sometimes, like the like the body is just, you know, I mean, it's a machine, um, mm-hmm. a very sophisticated machine with, but but Squishy un- machine. unlike machines that we conceive of. It's a it's a it's a machine that is being it's it's essentially a whole bunch of independent systems and 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 and, and mechanisms and cells within those systems that 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 have a like a job job yeah. is their job do our job do our job do our job right and mm-hmm. they are completely unaware at least most of them of the existence of the other systems. Or that they are part of a machine. That they're yeah. part of, like, there's no, like, right, there's no, like, sentient, like, under, like, right. Like, I mean, they may be affected together, by other parts, yeah. like, like, oh, they get a signal, like, I know, when I get this signal, I do this thing, like, mm-hmm. chemically, electri- electrically, whatever. But, um, but they don't know, like, the, oh, wait, this is part of the problem. Like, oh, wait, we're getting reports that there's a headache of something, so we need to, like, readjust this thing right like right. there's no there's no the only the only system in our body that will make able to think about that is this is brain. our brain mm-hmm. right and not even our entire brain because part of our brain is actually causing the freaking problem yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> that's the thing like why man well, you know it's, it's like the whole thing about the how pain is the the body alerting the brain that there's a problem well <laughs> One of the things that I I do like, well, like I'm watching For All Mankind, right? And so whenever something starts going wrong, the master alarm goes off and then, you know, lights that show what actually is going wrong are also going off. But it's mm-hmm. going, meep, 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 meep. And then the astronaut will go up and hit the master alarm button and it'll shut it up. Yes. Right? It's like, okay, I get it. Acknowledge it. Yeah. I'm working on the it. I don't too, need right? the thing like, going off. Right. Yep. Why can't I do that with my brain? It's like if if I stub my toe, <laughs> my brain goes, ah, we got a problem in the toe area. It's no longer being stubbed. It's okay. Right, right. right. And so I'm aware of it. Why can I not acknowledge the problem, hit the master alarm button and make the pain stop? <laughs> I'm aware now of the problem. I have acknowledged it. I am working on it. I no yes. longer need the alarm to go off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I really wish you, there was one of those things. Same with when you burn your hand on something. Thank like I burn, you. I, I I'm no longer touching the yesterday. fire. Like, but you know what? We do have that. It's called Tylenol. <laughs> it's not built in. We had which, some aftermarket upgrade. Which is, no, they're all, that's the thing. They're all aftermarket upgrades. And I don't even understand, like, like we don't, we don't even really truly understand how Tylenol works. We just know that it does. 
Right. Yeah. Calling and I'm, weird, I'm content with weird. that as long as it works. I'm fine. Are you though? Doesn't that bother you? Like, I mean, no, really? It's like anesthesia. Like, oh, we're just going to put them to sleep. And we understand, not, like, you? we understand, like, how, like, how, like, how it works in terms of like what it does to the brain in terms of like the the forget the name of the waves that it creates like across the brain and 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 that basically like shuts down awareness some greek letter i'm sure without shutting down you know your your well it does shut down some functions because that's why you need to have a ventilator and any yeah, yeah. intubated and all that stuff right but the, um what is it the it's the it's the it's, it's not back. hippocampus. It's a yeah. It's a little. I, I, I watch it's a bundle of nerves. It's a bundle of nerves back here that controls breathing. It's the little robot guy. The little automated. What are they called? What is that? It's Call not a that lot. Of, it's, it's it's a tiny little bundle of nerves. Autonomic nervous right system. Right here, the yes, it sits there. It's, the sort of you know where that little gap is in your skull, like back in the like in the bottom, <laughs> the base of your skull. Yeah, there's like a little notch. That's where it is. And that's where everything, that's like the regulator cells that like heat, that regulate your breathing. Um, they don't regulate your heart, your heart, the heart's version of those cells is actually in the heart. Like, yeah, but, cool. but, um, like your breathing, all these, so your other autonomous mm -hmm. functions up there. Until you think about it, until you think about breathing and right, then because, suddenly you have to do it on purpose. Otherwise because they are getting inputs from other isn't that weird? Thing. It's super weird. Because that, that is an odd thing that you mentioned that. And I guess it makes sense that the, that the, the autonomous cells that control the beating of the heart are in the heart and not the brain. Because like, even though your breathing is uh, regulated in an automatic fashion, you can, you know, you can change your breathing if you want. You can't yes. really change your heart if you want, unless you like hack the system and run no, real fast right. or no. something. Yeah. But um, but you can't be like, I'm gonna beat my heart to the beat of this cool in the gang song. You can't do that. You know, it's it's um, well, and you can put yourself not directly. You can't. You indirectly right, can. Right. You That's can put I yourself mean. into like, a situation that I will change like, your beat, beat, beat. You know, right. or I you can take beta blockers. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you can hack the system and, and make things happen. You can shoot right. yourself in the heart and make it not speak. <laughs> I mean, it's, but I don't know that that's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Which, okay, but, th but that essentially is what we do. Okay, so um, it's so funny because internally we also have this, even within the brain, that is, that is meant to basically overcome. Like we have this ability to overcome a lot of the stuff that would just happen, elements of our body. Stuff like that like, just like breathing, for example, like we oh, can right, right, we right, can right, hold okay. our breath, yeah. we can make, we can do, um, we can also do things like you know our brain allows us to also do things like eat different foods. A burning cow. Oh, I'm gonna eat a burning cow, or I'm gonna eat a mushed up corn or something. Like I'm gonna ground up corn or something, right? Um, and and then and then we know the effects that those things have, right? Mm -hmm. But then we'll still do Sometimes. the things that we know are bad. Yeah. Because there's the part of our brain that actually has been conditioned to want that anyway. Like, yeah, yeah. And so it makes you realize, like, not only do I have different, like, systems in my body that are, that are affected by one another, but kind of under, really unaware and, and indifferent. Because they don't have a consciousness themselves. Um, but even within our own brain, we have an indifference to... The whole system, like George, to the other part of the brain, like it's it's that stuff drives me crazy. I mean, I mean, it actually does drive some people crazy. Literally, but like, yeah. but um, 
but it, 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 it's, it's, I don't know, man. I think that, uh, it makes that question of why did somebody grind the corn up and turn it into flour? Super interesting to me. Like even yeah. because, yeah, because yeah. we don't even, like what would possess somebody now today to do something like that? It had to be to experiment to that level. You yeah. have absolutely no reason to believe that what you're doing is going to lead to anything. I useful. mean, either it has to either be extreme boredom or extreme uh, uh, like survival mode. Yeah, some or desperation and things. Something. Because I mean, right. I, like as over the lockdown, as most middle-aged white dudes did, I screwed around with sourdough. <laughs> I don't know why that was such a freaking thing. I was doing. I didn't, I didn't know that other people were doing it. I, uh, uh, another person in the in the um, in the complex, uh, my friend Mark, his wife was doing that, and she was like, "Hey, I got, I'm starting a starter." I was like, "Oh, well, that sounds kind of cool. I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I'll get in on that." And then, but the thing you have to go through to get you know the wild yeast in this starter is a long process that you have to do deliberately. Now you, you know? okay, wait, wait. So I mean, talk about the starter. It's a starter yeast. That the you're, starter. That you, okay. So, so are you, you getting the starter from, can, can you create you can, the starter or do you have to you get the both. starter from? You can, you can do both. If you're, if you're not able to get your own starter started for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. um, then you can get a small portion of somebody else's starter right. and then build yeah, that, yours off of that. I guess that. that's how I thought it was always. That's how it... No, you can generate your own. You can be the genesis of your own starter if you mm-hmm. want. And basically what you have to do is, everybody's got their own opinion on this, but it's it's actually like a high-protein uh, flour, like a bread flour or a whole wheat uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do just a one-to-one ratio of that and water and you mix it up you don't have to mix up a lot right you know it's like 20 grams of one and 20 grams of the other 10 grams of one 10 grams of the other and uh, i don't even remember i think i did 50 and 50 or something like that but you don't even have to do that much but um and then you let it sit and then the next day you pull a little bit off of that and then put in 50 grams of flour 50 grams of water Mm -hmm. and mix it up and then you let it sit and you just keep it out and you keep the the top to where it's kind of open. Mm-hmm. Now, people, again, opinion is divided on this, that people say that the passing yeast in the air will yeah. be drawn to this stuff. Drawn what, or or randomly land? I think drawn because that's the that's, that's food, right? Food for the food for the I don't for think the anything yeast, is drawn. Right? I think. It's not like well, the weeds I mean, is like, like the like, Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah, not like not that it's pulling it from like down the street, but like if it's <laughs> passing by and it's you know uh, seven inches away from the stuff. There's so like, much. Hey, there's food over there. There's so much fungus in the air, though. I think it probably just like. Well, the the uh, the the thing is though is that once the yeasts, but the point is is that the other opinion is that there is dormant yeast in the in the um in the flour naturally and that's that, that yeah. sounds a bit more that's plausible more likely to me. yeah uh, mm-hmm. i imagine there's a little bit of both because it definitely is the fact that you will get a different tasting uh sourdough depending on where based you on your 
your yeah. Yeah, where you are. Yeah. And uh, like that's why San Francisco sour bread is so popular is that particular strain of, of wild yeast or whatever is, is particularly yummy. But point is, though, you have to go through this process of feeding this starter probably about 10 days in a row before this really gets bubbly and mm. yeasty and able to be used in a in a, a bread recipe so like you even i mean i i always thought like how the heck did they get yeast before you know you could go down to the store and get packets of it and this is obviously how you do that but again it's such a purposeful process that takes a long ass time who did that on accident and figured out, whoa, this oh. stuff is getting bubbly. See, that I, I bet think, you you can make bread. With okay, that. so that, but that makes more, to me, that actually makes more sense. So it's, it's actually, it makes a ton more sense to think that there was some flour sitting around that got some water mm-hmm. in it, like rain or something, Maybe. That, that just sits around for a while. And, and eventually, like somebody notices, like, oh, wait, it's, it's like bubbling. Right, and then they yeah. and maybe they taste well, that. Who looks different at the or, bubbly junk that's been sitting out in the rain and goes, "That looks tasty." Well, it depends. See, I think it goes back to why did they have the flour to begin with? Like, yeah, what so were that's they the problem. Doing, is, is but at the beginning, how do you with, make flour? Because it seems like you have to make flour in order to but get the. You yeast. need the yeast to have the the leavened mm-hmm. bread, right? Right, but so you without need the, yeast the yeast to make the flour useful. Well, without the yeast, you can still have un. Can you can you have unleavened bread I mean, without the yeast? You can, but, but aren't I mean, you then making? Un, isn't that like a bit of pita is? Or or it like still a, seems or like, like a, there's stuff like baking like powder a tortilla? and stuff involved. Um. Of some sort, like, like, see, now I, I feel like that, we gotta, we gotta know that we gotta watch yeah. some. Because I mean, when program. you make bread, I mean, it, it is remarkably simple. I mean, it's, it's basically yes. you yeah. have flour, water, starter, ye- or uh, salt. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all it takes. And, uh, <laughs> and I mean, it's also they, interesting to know that when, like, when the bread is finished baking, mm-hmm. it is. Like that is the one moment in his life where it is without um, any mold spores, because mm. because like it's it would have been baked off. Like any mold spores, right, yeah. they would have been dead, right? But almost immediately, it, almost immediately, virtually yeah. immediately, it begins to gather <laughs> mold spores that are just like so eat up, poison. <laughs> yeah, because um, so then that makes you know I think that lends credence to the belief that there is just like always this naturally occurring. There's just yeast, just like yeah. there's there's mold. Like there's always stuff, yeah, in yeah. the air. And that's um, fine. <laughs> oh, it is fine. And that's, it yeah. freaks you out if you think about it too long. But just don't think about it. Well, so um, for Mother's Day, Michelle, did I tell you this? Michelle got this. I um, think so. Alex gave Michelle this uh, this little like, countertop garden thing. It's called oh cool. Called Eden. Uh-huh. Um, and I think really, she posted something about that. On yeah, Facebook. it's really cool. And, yeah. and, and it came with like, it has like these little pods that you put in. You can, the, the one that he got her was all basil. Um, nice. But you can get like different things, herbs, you can do flowers, you can do all, whatever. Mm. Um, and, and then it, and it, it looks like, it's kind of like a little basket, like, but like metal looking. Um, and for the pods that go in it, like a dozen or so. And then it looks like it has a handle, like a metal handle that goes up and uh-huh. above, but that's not. It's actually where the LED lights the light, are, yeah, and cool. then it lights it from, from that. 
Um, and then you put the water in, the water goes in the bottom, I guess, and it tells you when, you, like the app, and also there's a little light on there, will tell you like when you when it needs water and so forth. Mm-hmm. That's um, cool. Right. Then Michelle <laughs> made, she, once it was like a sufficient size and you could we could prune it, um, she made the, you know, the, the Carisi salad thing, like the buffalo yeah, yeah, mozzarella yeah, tomato, and the, right, tomatoes, yeah. yeah. Balsamic. And she had it all fixed up. She had it all out. And, like, you know, she had sprinkled the balsamic vinaigrette all over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's good. I love that. And then, and of course, me being Jason, I then ask, did you rinse the basil off, basil off before you <laughs> did this? <laughs> and she said, like, she says, no. Why would I do that? Like, it's, it didn't come from the store. It yeah, didn't come from pesticides and stuff. Right. There's nothing to rinse off. I'm like, oh, come on. I said, okay, let's just go with me here. If you had a cookie and you say like this cookie, like it's not going to get stale. It's not going to mold. It's a special kind of cookie. Okay. And the cookie was sitting on the counter for three weeks. Would you still eat that cookie? Or would you say, like, would. you know, that cookie's been sitting around a while. There's a chocolate chip cookie. I'll I said, probably. then I said, I pointed out, like, how do you think dust forms on things? <laughs> Does dust just naturally exist in the universe? No. Uh, it comes from us and from the dogs and from the stuff and the, and the mold that's already, like, flying around in the air. That creates molded bread and stuff. All of that has been landing on the basil for the past three weeks. That's why you rinse it off. And then I proceeded to eat it. But you know what? Then I got a headache. And I swore, I was like, this is because we didn't rinse the basil. I know it. I know Being it. married to you must be a treat. <laughs> and then it gets better. Because then after all this, all this, 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 two or three days later, we have it again. And I said, did you, did you rinse it this time? She says, oh, no. <laughs> but she didn't say it. Like, and, I, and I remember I said to her, so at this point, like, I'm not sure whether you, 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 you did it to, to, to spite me. Like, you thought about it, and then you were like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to do it. Or that you did it, like, you thought about it, and you're like, I disagree with him. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just not going to do it. But you weren't going to tell me about that? <laughs> or you just didn't think about it again because I'm not having any... How can, I'm not having any impact on the situation. Did any of these, I didn't feel good about it, any, but I still ate it. And then I got a headache again. <laughs> so then it made me think, like, is it the non-washing? Or is there something in this that's actually giving me a headache? Like is it mm-hmm. is it the is it the balsamic vinaigrette is it the is it the uh, the mozzarella is I don't know is it the basil is it just me getting all worked up about it I have my opinion as to which of those it is <laughs> but you may want to consult your doctor. <laughs> 